today we are going to discuss 12th chapter of bhagavad gita this chapter is very very significant very important because it directly talks about the ultimate process see krishna has so far described various processes of devotional service in this chapter also we have seen in the concluding verses krishna mentioned so this form yathatatvam as it is if you want to understand god god has got unlimited forms some of them he showed to arjuna he showed universal form how god has expanded in the form of the entire universe or so many universes he showed the form of time how past present future all these energies the time energy this element is under control of god how time is destroying everything that feature was shown to arjuna then four arm narayan form was shown to arjuna and then ultimately 200 form was displayed and krishna explained yathatatvam this is my as it is form this is sudur darsham this is most difficult to be seen universal form you can see uh, you are a big tapasvi big gyani if you are little bit of devotional service but devotion is required to see god but if you had a pinch of devotion you can see universal form virat roop but the 200 form it is inconceivable unless somebody practices ananyaya bhaktiya pure devotional service it is not possible to understand this original form of god <clears throat> so lord krishna described how bhakti yoga or pure devotional service unalloyed devotional service is the only way of understanding and seeing god as it is in his original form so this chapter very beautifully there are so many confusions when we take to spiritual path and uh, some people as we'll be discussing now they tell god should be worshiped just like we worship in the temples in the form of deities or worship of formless aspect of god <clears throat> sorry <clears throat> is recommended so which of the two processes or any third process we should follow there is karma yoga there is gyan yoga there is dhyan yoga so many stages are there there is a karma sanyas yoga so many other processes are there so what is important what is their relative importance so all these things will be beautifully described in this chapter So Arjuna begins this chapter by asking this most important question which uh, may haunt many of the people who have uh, begun their spiritual life so let us see what that question is So here we are chapter number 12 devotional service <clears throat> text number 1 अर्जुन उवाचाक्षरमेशन अर्जुन एंक्वायर्ड विच इज कंसिडर्ड टू बी मोर परफेक्ट दोज हू आर प्रॉपरली एंगेज इन योर डिवोशनल सर्विस or those who worship the impersonal brahm the unmanifested so it is very clear evam satat yukta ye satat means always yukta means engaged bhakta bhakta means devotee what is the work of devotee always satat without any deviation he is engaged in paryupasate upasate means worship and there is another category so devotee is constantly 24 hours he is 
serving the personal form of god satata yukta constant engagement <clears throat> then there is another class ye chapi aksharam avyaktam aksharam means which is beyond the senses and avyaktam means which is again unmanifest different ways of telling the thing which is not perceivable to the senses ye chapi aksharam avyaktam tesham ke yog vittamaha tesham means of the two yog vittama what is most perfect so arjuna is asking very direct question aksharam avyaktam the form of lord which is unmanifest many people tell that god is just an energy which we cannot see which is spread everywhere others they are telling no god is a person so some people worship the impersonal aspect and some people worship the personality of god in his beautiful form we have so many beautiful forms which he has tesham ke yoga vittama which of the two is perfect so we will see what lord krishna answers so before this we have to understand what is the actual fact about god whether god is having form or god is formless so one person who was a little uh, so so many people had assembled in uh, madras when prabhupad had come and prabhupad was giving uh, you know that time prabhupad was very famous because he had brought westerners to india and first time they were seeing white sanyasis everywhere so in uh, this province of madras prabhupad uh, prabhupad's disciples erected a huge tent and so many people had come they had assembled there and then after prabhupad gave very nice lecture very straight forward prabhupad was what is this krishna consciousness movement so prabhupad told this movement is there to explain people Uh, to the foolish people who do not understand god who are not able to accept god this movement is there to make people understand what is god because unless we understand god our life is unsuccessful there is no solution to problems of life and then prabhupad very beautifully explained so after the lecture one gentleman he asked prabhupad very gently so uh, some people explain the talk about form others talk about formless concept of god so can you please elaborate on it so prabhupad explained very beautifully that god can be approached in either of the two features god has got three features and analogy is given of that of sun just like the sun has got different features one is sunlight another is the sun globe another is vivaswan sun god so sun god's body is also made up of fire although we cannot perceive now on our planet but we can understand just like on our planet the bodies are predominantly made of earth element similarly there could be bodies in which fire element is predominant we also have fire in the body that is how the body has temperature and sometimes the fire increases then we tell we have got temperature fever so there is fire element that is why the heat is maintained in the body in some bodies fire element is increased yogis they can increase fire element so much that uh, in this way the yogis leave the body the example is that of dhritarashtra and other instances are there mother sati was there 
So many instances are there. The yogis, they know how to increase fire element so that the fire, which is self-produced from the body, destroys the body. And then they leave uh, after destroying this body, merging the elements back to nature. They travel to their desired planet, their desired body, and they can choose their time of birth also. So some people can do that who have got perfect control over this machine and we are helpless. We have to take paracetamol to reduce the temperature or do some other things. But fire element is present in the body that we all can understand. That is how we have heat. So some bodies are there in which fire element is predominant and it is mentioned in the Vedas. There are living entities on sun planet. On uh, that planet, fire element is predominant. So sun god actually is responsible for all the effulgence that sun globe is producing. That is under his control. This is the understanding of the Vedas. Uh, Globum, we have seen. It can produce little bit of light. Similarly, there is a living entity like sun god who can produce enormous light. So if somebody is uh, analyzing what is this sun ray, the sun ray is also the same. That is heat and light. And what is sun globe? That is also heat and light, but much more intense. In intensity is much more of heat and light over there. But ultimately, it is the same thing. And beyond the sun globe, a person will understand uh, this sun globe is also glowing because of effulgence coming out of the body of sun god who resides on that planet. In a similar fashion, it is being explained, Brahmanohi Pratishtaham, Lord Krishna explains, uh, yes, Maya Tatam Idam Sarvam Jagadavyakta Murtina. So God has got both aspects, personal as well as impersonal. In impersonal aspect, Maya Tatam Idam Sarvam Jagadavyakta Murtina, he is spread everywhere, all pervading, just like the sunlight is all pervading. But sun has got a location, he is situated, uh, it is situated there in the universe. And sun God also has got a location within that planet. In a similar fashion, through his energies, God is present everywhere. Maya tatam idam sarvam. Sarvam means everywhere. Jagad avyakta murtina. Avyakta means unmanifest. So that uh, energy cannot be seen. Just like electric magnetic fields are there. We cannot see them, but we understand these energies are there. In a similar fashion, Krishna is present everywhere in the form of his energy. That is called Brahma. Sarvam kalvidam Brahma. However, Krishna as a person is present in a particular location. So realization of this Brahm, this energy which is spread everywhere, and we are also that energy, Aham Brahmasmi, we are not this body. That is what Krishna has been instructing Arjuna right from the beginning of Bhagavad Gita. We are not the body, Aham Brahmasmi. I am Brahma Tattva. And this consciousness which is present in the body, just like a toy, is animated because of the presence of batteries. You remove the battery, toy cannot function anymore. It will stop, become still. In a similar fashion, just like batteries produce animation in the toys, the Brahma Tattva produces animation in this body, which is but like a machine. When the Brahma element goes out of body, we call it dead body. So just like battery, external factor, it animates the toy. Similarly, Vedas, in the Vedas, it is being mentioned. And we'll see here, Lord Krishna describes, he'll describe further. Just like one sun illuminates the entire universe. In a similar fashion, that spirit soul, Brahma, 
it illuminates the entire body by consciousness so this is the manufacturer of the entire world god is describing don't think by some combination of matter this consciousness arises no so just like the sun produces light similarly the soul spirit that small spark which is present in the body produces consciousness so ultimately it is the same thing sunlight sun globe and sun god their bodies uh, sun god uh, and all the denizens of that planet their bodies are made up of fire and that fire extends in the form of rays sun rays in a similar fashion some people try to approach god directly some people try to approach through god's energy in this way they are trying to understand god first they understand energy and then they try to understand the source of the energy but ultimately it is one and the same thing just like why one and the same thing so some people tell god is just a person some people tell god is just impersonal both are not perfect understandings god is a person and god is impersonal also but the impersonal aspect is dependent upon the person the personality of god because simply sun light cannot exist without sun or sun cannot exist without its light so sunlight and sun are one unit in a similar fashion god and god's energy are one unit so that is why uh, it is told in bhagavatam bhagavatam starts after bhagavad gita post graduate study of spiritual sciences shrimad bhagavatam bhagavad gita is abcd primary study so in bhagavatam it is mentioned vadanti tat tatva vidas tatvam so another question was asked to shila prabhupad in that assembly so is krishna consciousness another religion just like we have hinduism and uh, christian christianity and like that so prabhupad told krishna consciousness is not religion in the usual sense that people understand religion as it is mentioned in the dictionary religion is defined in dictionary as faith so faith can change a person who is hindu can become muslim muslim can become christian can become sikh can become a buddhist he buddhist can become hindu so faith changes or they can become atheist so this krishna consciousness is not a religion just like uh, the dictionary defines faith faith changes faith has got no substance like that so krishna consciousness is a fact krishna tells mamai vansho jeev loke jeev bhuta sanatanah we are part and parcel of krishna so unless we attach ourselves back in the service of krishna there cannot be solution of the problems of life so it is a fact we can eat so many things you can put on your tongue wood or iron steel copper bronze plastic chips xyz you can put on your tongue so many things but when you put some nice sweet gulab jamun oh there is taste that, then you feel nice so many other substances you put there won't be taste so this is called science this is not faith you put gulab jamun on your tongue there is generation of pleasure this is fact this is science in a similar fashion krishna consciousness the perfection of religion is also science it is not simply faith whether we put faith or we don't put faith fact remains fact so similarly just like on your tongue you have to put gulab jamun if you want pleasure similarly we can become conscious of so many things we can think of our property our nice rank which we could have got we can think of the people we love or the animals we love 
we can think of the fictional character some harry potter we can think of celebrity we love we can think of so many things but unless somebody practices to constantly think of god within his heart there is no question of satisfaction in life the celebrity whom you are thinking of they themselves are in depression how can we be happy by thinking of them so this is called fact just like the finger is part of body severed finger can never be happy similarly we unless we absorb ourselves in thought of god loving service of god there is no question of solving the problems of birth death old age disease or any happiness in life so this is krishna consciousness this is fact so we need to understand sorry so we need to understand what is fact here in this world simply uh, i have faith in this thing you have faith in that so this is the talk of less intelligent people intelligent person wants to understand what is fact of life so if you analyze the energies like they are analyzing oh this world is not the way we perceive it actually it is different then they analyze oxygen selenium and titanium so many other elements and then they further analyze no these elements are also not uh, fact these elements are also certain combination and combination then they told of atoms electron proton neutron so uh, electron proton neutron when they combine then unique configuration is called oxygen unique configuration is called sulfur unique configuration is called sodium but ultimately it is just combination of these particles and then they went further and now they are telling actually it is energy string theory so many things they are trying to find out what is truth about this world and understanding truth is important because unless you understand what is truth and follow truth how you can be happy so that truth bhagavatam defines bhagavatam begins with that vadanti tat tatvavidas tatvam yajgyanam advayam brahmeti paramatmeti bhagavan iti shabdyate so like this if you analyze no this is not wood this is another substance carbon no it is not carbon it is proton neutron electron no not that some energy no not and what is that like this if you keep on analyzing ultimately we will reach to energy called brahm and some people who are fortunate they will understand that it is actually parmatma and then those who are most fortunate they will understand it is bhagwan so that absolute truth the ultimate substance from which all categories are emanating that is called brahm by some parmatma by others and bhagwan by most intelligent people but ultimately substance is one and the same brahm parmatma bhagwan they are the same substance but these are different features of same absolute truth just like sunlight is another feature of sun only sunlight cannot be called separate from sun in a similar fashion god is impersonal also and god is a person also they are one unit only but the impersonal energy which is spread everywhere it is coming from personal god so there are two parts of existences it is defined in the vedas spiritual world and material world in spiritual world everything is direct manifestation of spiritual energy in material world the energy transforms the brahm energy transforms into energy called mahatattva and then that energy further transforms itself just like from white light you take out red blue and green and then you combine them to produce so many manifestations ultimately it is coming from one white light in a similar fashion from that brahm tattva you derive mahat tattva from that mahat tattva three modes of nature are created sattva rajas tamas then they combine together to produce so many varieties that we see around us automobiles human bodies animal bodies earth mud fire sky sound intelligence everything is transformation of that brahm tattva only
just like here you have milk milk is transformed into curds curd is transformed further into butter or buttermilk like that the same substance is getting transformed the mud is transformed into apple apple gets transformed we eat into blood then bone marrow then bones then the body again gets transformed into ash and then ash again becomes earth then earth may become something else in this way transformation of energies is going on in the material world but spiritual world remains as it is so uh, living entities ultimate objective is to transfer from this ever changing material world back to the spiritual atmosphere this is the instruction of bhagavad gita so arjuna is asking the direct question here some people they try to approach god through brahm aspect of god understanding the energy of god they follow that path of brahm realization they are called gyanis gyan yogis and another category they directly approach the person from whom energy is coming they are called the bhakti yogis so which path is superior so let us see what lord krishna explains श्री भगवाचा मयि आवेश मनो ये मनोयेमुक्ता उपासते श्रद्धया परेतास्ते मे युक्त सो वेरी क्लियरली विदाउट एनी डाउट सो अर्जुन वॉज नॉट हैविंग डाउट बट ही वॉज अटैच टू द पर्सनल कंसेप्शन ऑफ गॉड बिकॉज वेन कृष्णा शो इट इज इम पर्सनल फॉर्म अर्जुन आर टोल्ड प्लीज शो मी योर पर्सनल ओरिजिनल फॉर्म सो अर्जुन वॉन्टेड टू कन्फर्म इस पोजिशन वेदर आई एम फॉलोइंग द राइट थिंग और नॉट so lord krishna answers very beautifully in this verse mai aveshya manoyamam nitya yukta upasate the blessed lord said he whose mind is fixed on my personal form always engaged in worshiping me with great and transcendental faith is considered by me to be most perfect mai aveshya aveshya means fixed mai aveshya mana mana means mind mam so krishna has shown is original form two handed form and then krishna tells mai aveshya manaha when mind is completely fixed upon this form and nitya yukta upasate in this way when i am fixed in your heart and you are always engaged in my service that is the best shraddhaya parayopetas te me yukta tamamataha according to me shraddhaya with great shraddha with great faith a person who worship who worships god in his original form that is most perfect so how can i engage constantly in worshiping uh, lord uh, how this process is practical should i stand in the temple and keep on showing lamp and incense entire day so that is why it is important to understand these verses with the help of spiritual master so prabhupada is explaining very nicely here a pure devotee is constantly engaged sometimes he chants sometimes he hears or reads book books about krishna or sometimes he cooks prasadam or goes to the marketplace to purchase something for krishna or sometimes he washes the temple or the dishes whatever he does he does not let a single moment pass without devoting his activities to krishna such action is in full samadhi so this is a practical application of devotional service so uh, we feel like uh, talking then we chant krishna's name when you feel like listening you hear krishna's name or the signs of krishna the activities of krishna now uh, you want to eat something so it does not matter then you when you are cooking don't think i want to eat you cook with the intention of pleasing krishna and then after offering it to krishna we can eat that in this way you want to clean your house 
similar activity can be done for cleaning krishna's place krishna's temple you want to go out for shopping you go out and think what can i bring for krishna oh i have not purchased dress for krishna for long time let me purchase some dress for krishna oh krishna's altar temple is uh, uh, looks little uh, less decorative let me purchase these nice festoons or something to make it more attractive so in this way everything all the activities can be dovetailed for krishna so in this way nitya yukta upasate it is not impractical it is very practical just like uh, if there are children in the house we think about all of them so at krishna as the most important member of the family so when the children are going out they think what can i bring to the parents parents are thinking what we can bring for children so we can think what we can bring for krishna in this way we are always trying to satisfy krishna so thus bhakti yoga is very very practical we can just do all the activities but for the pleasure of krishna and such action is in full samadhi so krishna has given his verdict that this category is the best those who are worshiping the personal form then in verse number 3 and 4 krishna mentions ye tvaksharam anirdeshyam avyaktam paryupasate sarvatra gamma chintyam cha kutastham achalam dhruvam sanniyam yendriya gramam sarvatra samabuddhayah te prapnuvanti mameva पर्सनल फॉर्म ऑफ गॉड समुक्त तमा मता दे आर ऑफकोर्स मोस्ट परफेक्ट दे आर बेस्ट बट अक्षरम अनिर्देश्यम द सेम वर्ड अक्षरम विच इज नॉट परसिवेबल टू सेंसेस anirdeshyam indefinite avyaktam same words unmanifest paryupasate those who are engaged but those who fully worship the unmanifested that which lies beyond the perception of senses the all pervading sarvatragam sarvatragam means which is all pervading sun is situated in one place but sunlight is all pervading it is everywhere similarly krishna's energies are everywhere and achintyam it is inconceivable how this energy is there everywhere उटिंगनिफेस्ट which is all pervading which is inconceivable which is fixed so those people who follow this path they have to control their senses first of all very very nicely sanniyam sanniyam indriya gramam sarvatra samabuddhayah and they have to see they all living entities on same platform they have to be they have to be equally disposed they cannot tell that they are my father mother i will take special care of them and these people they are neighbors or they belong to different country i won't care of them they won't tell this is dog this is elephant they are equally disposed to all the living entities sarvatra samabuddhayah te prapnuvanti mameva so krishna is telling such persons engage in welfare of all at last achieve me and they have to do welfare of all living entities also so at last such people also achieve krishna <coughs> so shri prabhupada explains in order to perceive the super soul within the individual soul 
one has to seize the sensual activities of seeing hearing tasting working etc then one comes to understand that supreme soul is present everywhere so uh, if they have to understand this uh, brahm aspect or super soul aspect so god is there krishna krishna expands himself in the form of energy which is all pervading and in the form of super soul that is also all pervading within every atom of this universe krishna is present as parmatma so when uh, a person wants to realize this aspect either brahm aspect or the super soul aspect how krishna is present as param atma everybody has got atma atma is conscious of that particular body but paramatma is conscious of all the bodies because paramatma has entered everywhere even in the smallest body of an atom so if a person wants to understand practically realize then one has to seize sanniyamendriya gramam when has to seize the sensual act- sensual activities of seeing hearing tasting working etc a person cannot see so this path is very very difficult a person cannot see person cannot hear pers- that is why one is recommended to go to as we saw in the 6th chapter of bhagavad gita shucha udeshe pratishthapya go to shucha udesh satvik place mountains you cannot do this practice in group this ashtanga yoga and other things so it is very very difficult first of all you follow brahmacharya leave your house family everybody cut all the connections leave all the comforts give all your wealth in charity and then go and sit and gradually you should finish all the activities of sense you should not see anything i should be closed you should not hear anything you should not taste anything eating should be stopped working should be stopped motion should be stopped you should sit at one place only and the creepers may grow up on your body insects may crawl upon you anything can happen but devote uh, such a yogi is not supposed to move then one comes to understand that super soul is present everywhere so people want to understand god understanding god is so difficult that is what krishna is mentioning here then is it possible that a person is not eating anything is not watching anything is not moving at all so eating drinking is completely stopped when a yogi is able to do that after a very very long time thousands of years then they can understand how supreme soul is present everywhere we want to understand simply by uh some arguments or whatever time we get out of watching netflix series and we debate about god understanding god is so easy no not at all so why this thing is being explained because somebody may ask that krishna although he has told in the first verse that those who are worshiping the personal form yukta tama mataha that is the best but here also krishna has mentioned they also come to me those who follow worship the unmanifest form so what is important from this verse is to understand that ultimately approaching personal form of krishna is must otherwise there is no perfect realization that is why krishna has mentioned even though these people are controlling their senses doing everything worshiping avyakta prapnuvanti mam eva they attain me ultimately means their journey is not stopped unless they attain krishna they cannot just stop realizing the light prapnuvanti mam eva they also attain me so attaining krishna is important so one may ask if they also attain krishna other person also attains krishna why first process is told by krishna to be the best so krishna mentions in the next verse verse number 5 klesho adhikata rastesham avyakta sakta chetasam avyakta hi gatir dukham 
देह वद्भिर अवाप्यते फॉर दोज हुज माइंड आर अटैच टू द अनमेनिफेस्टेड इमपर्सनल फीचर ऑफ द सुप्रीम एडवांसमेंट इज वेरी ट्रेबल सम टू मेक प्रोग्रेस इन दैट डिसिप्लिन इज ऑलवेज डिफिकल्ट फॉर दोज हु आर एम्बॉडीड सो क्लेशा मीन्स मिजरी अधिक मीन्स मोर अधिकतरा मीन्स वेरी मच क्लेशा अधिकतरा तेशाम तेशा मीन्स फॉर देम फॉर दीज पीपल हु आर वर्शिपिंग अव्यक्तम परुपासते अनमेनिफेस्ट फॉर्म अव्यक्त आसक्त चेतसाम आसक्त मीन्स टू गेट अटैच अव्यक्त आसक्त हुस कॉन्शियसनेस इज अटैच टू वर्शिप दिस अव्यक्त फॉर्म अनमेनिफेस्ट एनर्जी दोज हु वॉन्ट टू फॉलो द पाथ ऑफ अंडरस्टैंडिंग दिस एनर्जी ऑफ गॉड चेतसाम अव्यक्ता ही गतिर दुखम गति मीन्स डेस्टिनेशन दुखम मीन्स मिजरी देह वाप्यते सो फर्स्ट ऑफ ऑल देर इज लॉट ऑफ क्लेशा क्लेशा अधिकतरा नॉट लिटिल मिजरी लाइफ इज फुल ऑफ अनलिमिटेड मिजरीज फॉर दोज फॉलो दिस पाथ एंड द डेस्टिनेशन इज ऑल्सो फुल ऑफ मिजरी इट इज टोल्ड देह वाप्यते फॉर दोज हुआ इम्बॉडीड मीन्स कंडीशन बाय द बॉडी soul is not liberated for them this process is very very difficult to be followed so shila prabhupad explains the group of transcendentalists who follow the path of inconceivable unmanifested impersonal feature of the supreme lord are called gyan yogis gyan yogis uh, they just understand energy i am not the body i am energy and they tell this energy only is god so that is why they tell i am god you are god because they don't have any concept of person so that is why they tell i am god you are god everyone is god we are in different external packages so such uh, people are called gyan yogis and persons who are in full krishna consciousness engage in devotional service to the lord are called bhakti yogis now here the difference between gyan yoga and bhakti yoga is definitely expressed the process of gyan yoga although ultimately bringing one to the same goal is very troublesome whereas the path of bhakti yoga the process of being in direct service to the supreme personality of godhead is easier and is natural for the embodied soul so why krishna is giving preference to bhakti yoga because it is very natural this process to be followed and, and it is very very easy to perform which person can do especially in this age in kali yuga it is not possible the other path could have been taken by some those who want to take still in previous other ages when senses mind were controlled you can stop your uh, eating sleeping working watching hearing now we cannot do that we will die immediately what to speak of dying first of all leaving family itself is so tough people are so attached to sense enjoyment what to speak of leaving family people cannot leave their smartphones so thus it is not possible to follow this process in this age and even though when it was possible also krishna is telling bhakti yoga is best and gyan yoga this path is very very troublesome hmm. so here uh, you please read the purport we do not have much time so i'll explain just the bullet points so there is one thing that a person who is following the path of impersonal realization that path is difficult as it is mentioned here but there is a risk also involved that a person may not reach the ultimate end of personality of godhead 
this explanation is given in Srimad Bhagavatam. So it is being explained there. Ye anne arvindaksh vimukta manina Tvai asta bhavad avishuddha buddhayaha Aru ye krichena param padam patanti adha anadrit yushmat angraya Ye anne So some people who are surrendered to God, it is being explained there. Some people who do not surrender to God. So those people who do not take shelter of God, what do they do? Aruya krichena. Aruya means to climb up. Krichrena means by great struggle and trouble. So this process is very troublesome. You have to stop all the senses. Devotee can very nicely continue his eating, but he eats for Krishna, Krishna Prasadam. Devotee can continue sleeping. He sleeps uh, in dissatisfaction that why I cannot serve Krishna. Just like the child, child is playing very nicely and uh, he, a child gets tired or child is watching very nice uh, something on the television. So it does not want to sleep. So, but sleep is a burden he cannot enjoy. In a similar fashion, devotional service is so full of pleasure, but devotee feels disgusted. Why do I have to sleep? Why this fatigue stops my service to Krishna? So with this uh, mood, the devotee takes rest so that body gets rejuvenated again for serving Krishna the next day. So the sleeping can be engaged in service of Krishna. Eating can be engaged in service of Krishna. Uh, talking need not be stopped. He can talk about Krishna. Hearing need not be stopped. He can hear songs about Krishna, the name of Krishna. So thus it is easy to follow. In this process, you have to stop all the sensual activities. And then even if you follow Aruya Krichena Param Padam, you can attain Parampad, the topmost position, spiritual platform. You can understand perfectly, I am not the body. You can understand the whole world. This is illusion, having different external dresses. But everyone is ultimately soul and within soul, along with the soul, there is super soul. But even though a person is having such realization, Anadrit Yushmad Angraya Patanti Adha. Those who have not taken shelter of the lotus feet of Krishna, Patanti. Patanti means fall down. This is told in Bhagavatam, the crux of all the Vedas. So what is the crux? The crux is a person should take shelter of Krishna. Otherwise, with great trouble, you have come to this realization that you are not body and you have surpassed uh, the death also. Still, you will fall down again to these material bodies. Patanti Adha. Because the nature of soul is to remain in activity. So they can again, if they don't have knowledge of spiritual activities, they can again engage in material activities. So thus a person may not realize there is a chance, even though you may take a very long time, Krishna tells, Bahunam Janmanamante Gyanavan Gyani, who has attained knowledge, Bahunam Janmanam Ante, after Many, many births, they understand me. Vasudevam Sarvamiti. That it is Krishna only who spread everywhere in the form of energy. Samahatma Sudurlabha. Such a person is very rare. After many, many births, a jnani is able to understand Krishna. So many times they are not able to reach that understanding of Vasudev. So thus there is risk of not realizing the absolute truth also. So first of all, there is troublesome. It is very, very troublesome. And then even if you follow this path, you may not attain. Some people do attain, just like Matrimoni is there, who became great devotee. His teachings are there in Bhagavatam. Similarly, Shukadev Goswami, he was a liberated soul. He was a Brahmagyani before he took birth. Similarly, four Kumaras. So they were all impersonalists. Bilva Mangal Thakur, they were all impersonalists who became devotees later. 
so uh, it is being explained further by the grace of some devotee such a transcendentalist highly learned in the process of gyan yoga may come to the point of bhakti yoga or devotional service so such an impersonalist after many births if he meets a person who has knowledge of personal form of god in their association these people also can come to this perfect understanding but then there is another trouble at that time long practice in impersonalism also becomes a source of trouble because he cannot give up the idea so a person has uh, been meditating upon this idea for a very long time <clears throat> that god is not having form god is impersonal and like that so it is very difficult for such people to remove all these concepts impersonal concepts <clears throat> so he cannot give up the idea so like this various troubles are there so i personally was following this process of gyan yoga before i came to krishna consciousness so it was very difficult for me to take out those concepts from the mind and i was thinking that prabhupada is twisting the meanings he is taking out another meaning from these verses then by prabhupada's mercy mercy of other devotees i was able to realize it is not the twisted meaning it is a real actual explanation because prabhupada knows the entire knowledge of bhagavad gita very beautifully he has given the right understanding so it was very difficult to remove those concepts whenever i would read bhagavad gita i would understand impersonal meaning from every verse of bhagavad gita so it is very very dangerous you may not attain then so many troubles are there and at the end uh, you cannot give up the idea because for long you have practiced so thus this process of centering attraction on the unmanifested inconceivable which is beyond the approach of senses should never be encouraged at any time especially in this age of kali yuga it is not advised by lord krishna so here in the concluding verses lord krishna i mean concluding verses of today lord krishna again mentions the contrast so the word is used here tu so krishna has explained the position that it is klesho adikataras tesham avyakta sakta chetesam gatir dukham there is klesh there is dukha in this process of worshiping impersonal aspect of god tu but krishna is mentioning why what krishna is mentioning here why he has spoken but ye tu sarvani karmani mai sanyasya matparah ananya naiva yogena maam dhyayanta upasate तेषाम अहम समुद्धरता मृत्यु संसार सागरात भवामिना चिरात पार्थ मै आवेशित चेतसाम फॉर वन हु वर्शिप्स मी गिविंग अप ऑल हिज एक्टिविटीज अन टू मी एंड बीइंग डिवोटेड टू मी विदाउट डिविएशन एंगेज इन डिवोशनल सर्विस एंड ऑलवेज मेडिटेटिंग अपॉन मी हु हैज फिक्स्ड हिज माइंड अपॉन मी ओ सन ऑफ पृथा फॉर हिम आई एम द स्विफ्ट डिलीवरर फ्रॉम द ओशन ऑफ बर्थ एंड डेथ so here it is being explained ye tu sarvani karmani mai sanyasya matparaha one worships me giving up all his activities unto me this is called actual sanyas imperfect sanyas is stopping all the activities just like gyan yogis or ashtang yogis may follow but yukta vairagya is nirbandhe krishna sambandhe that is what krishna is mentioning here ye tu sarvani karmani mai sanyasya he gives up all activities unto krishna means he does activities only for the satisfaction of krishna and being devoted to me without any deviation ananyena annyena means any other alternative ananyena means no alternative without deviation yogena is fixed in the process of bhakti yoga 
Maam Dhyayanta Upasate. In this phase, meditating upon the form of Lord and he's doing all activities just for the pleasure of Krishna. You can be king, you rule so that people can become devotees of Krishna. You are parent, you produce children so that they can become devotees of Krishna. So in this fashion, all the activities are being done only for the pleasure of Krishna. That is called Mai Sanyasya Matparaha. So then what happens to them? Tesham aham samudharta. In this way, when the mind is fixed and the activities are also fixed upon personal form of Krishna, then for them it is very, very easy. Why it is easy? Krishna tells. That is why Krishna has used the word here. But, but those who worship me, my personal form, their mind fixed on me, activities dedicated to me. Tesham aham samudharta mrityu sansara sagarat. The purpose of both devotees is same to transcend this, stop this process of repeated birth, disease, and old age. It can be stopped by the science, spiritual science. People do not know all the diseases, death can be solved. So, Mrityu Sansar Sagarat, crossing the Mrityu Sansar Sagar is the objective. But this objective is attained simply by my help, Krishna is telling. Aham Samudharta, I take him out. Bhavami na chirat partha. And when do I take him out? After many, many births? No, very soon. Na chirat. Chirat means long time. Na chirat means very soon. Mai aveshita chetasam. But chetasam, those whose minds are mai aveshita, fixed unto me. So this is called Krishna consciousness. So those whose minds are fixed upon Krishna, those who do all activities simply for the satisfaction of Krishna, there is a stark contrast between such bhakti yogi and jnana yogi whose life is full of trouble, troubles and end is also troublesome to remove those concepts. And there is a risk he may never attain the ultimate understanding of uh, taking shelter of the personality of God. However, a devotee, Krishna mentions, but for a devotee, tesham aham samudharta. So, so I am the swift deliverer. So it is very easy if uh, you are there in the ocean by your endeavor, you cross the ocean or somebody airlifts you. That is the difference between Gyan Yoga and Bhakti Yoga. So however best a person, uh, swimmer he can be, uh, it is impossible to cross the ocean simply by swimming capacity. But if somebody is airlifted, then they can be saved. So thus this process is recommended. So just chapter number 12, verse number 1 to 7, you show to anybody. And nobody can counteract you. They can tell, follow Gyan Yoga process. This process is best. So, but unfortunately, this knowledge of God, personality, this personal process, Bhakti Yoga is very, very confidential. So it is not easily revealed to people. That is why most of the people are uh, away from this very clear understanding which Krishna has mentioned in Bhagavad Gita. However, we are fortunate. We have got the right knowledge of Bhagavad Gita. So please explain to anybody. This bhakti yoga process is topmost. Directly, it has been mentioned from verse number one to seven in chapter number twelve. So, with this, we will finish today's discussion, and now we will practice this bhakti yoga. How this can be practiced? It is very simple. The process for this age kali yoga is yes, all the senses, all the capacity, whatever we have, should be engaged in service of Krishna. But it begins with jiva ada with jiva tongue. So tongue can vibrate. We have to use our tongue to vibrate Krishna's name. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Ram, Hare Ram, Ram Ram, Hare Hare. So very simple meditation we have to do. Krishna and now we understood everything is Krishna only. 
whether it is taste whether it is form whether it is heat or light everything is nothing but krishna krishna and his energies and uh, this sound what we are producing it is personally krishna so we are directly in contact with god who has come in the form of sound incarnation so with great respect we should chant and we should hear each and every word nicely this is the topmost meditation recommended in bhagavad gita